Oh, oh, something just happened. Drunk at Disney joined. Right? Did he actually? Why is it only on the phone? That's so annoying. What's wrong with your face? My phone, for some reason, only joins on the phone. Now, can you hear me on this? I can hear you. I know. It's just annoying. Like, it's sitting there trying to join on my computer, and it's just like, not doing anything. I have to, like, hold the phone. Robot right? voice? I hope not. Well, I mean, You're the phone is robot. fine. All you need to do is be part of the audio. I know. I'm on the phone. Yeah, right? I'd be on the phone I if I wasn't recording this the thing. whole time. You what? What? To hold it to my head the whole time. Or get headphones. Are these things called earbuds? You yeah, you don't have... I don't have them with me. I'm doing it. So confused. Then I can't. Anyways. Whatever, bro. This is frustrating. Okay. Doesn't make any sense. Literally sitting here saying connecting. Your face doesn't make any sense. Shut up. Make well, me. Well, whatever. All right, let's roll. You guys ready to roll? Yeah. You know it. All right. Anything yeah. else of note before we begin? Nah, nothing. Just you stink, sir. All right. Same old stuff. The world you have entered was created by adventurers out there travel and is dedicated to Hollywood and the three o'clock parade. Not a place on a map, but a state of mind that exists in wonder and imagine. A place where illusion and reality are fused by vacations, concierge-level service, and discounts that can only be found through technological magic, like the email address you can reach Becca at, that's B-E-K-K-A, at adventurersoutthertravel.com. We welcome you to a Hollywood that never was and always will be. This ad was brought to you by Drunkies Internet and Robot Drunkie. Two of your best friends. <laughs> did, did they kill him? Douglas, Viva Gaia, and Hooray for Hollywood. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Hooray I think we should Hollywood. get sponsored by HughesNet or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. We need we need a reliable <laughs> internet provider to sponsor. Sponsored by Dial Up. Okay, hang on. Should we use some over there? No, no. It's it's it is perfect. Keep going. Yeah, it's great. My internet on. Sponsored by. <laughs> I don't even have the You've got on. mail. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you live in a dead zone, and your internet has been your only hope this whole entire time. You've never been using it. This is extremely frustrating. Oh, you sound nice there. Yeah, that one that one was good. Yeah. All right. Well, let me start over. Oh, man. Start in the ad thing, let me start over. No, 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 it was great. That's awesome. You're telling me it's not. No, I'm not. We're telling you that it was hilarious. We're just ribbing you. Yeah, we love robot voice. It's got people yeah. love robot voice. They tune in just for robot voice. We're starting over. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna edit it out. So, <laughs> you can say it again if you want to. 
But if, I'm starting over. Go ahead. I'm starting over. <laughs> the world you have entered <laughs> was created by Adventures on Travel and is dedicated to Hollywood. <laughs> Not a place on a map, oh, so but a state of mind that exists wherever people dream and wonder and imagine. A place where illusion and reality are fused by vacations, concierge level service, and discounts that can only be found through technological magic, like email address like you internet. can reach Becca at, B-E-K-K-A, at adventuresoutthertravel.com. We welcome you to a Hollywood that never was and always will be. Flawless. Yep, Absolutely perfect. Absolutely flawless. Yeah, right? We have a guy, uh, and hooray, <laughs> this is Drunk at Disney. Welcome to the 3 o'clock parade with Rhiannon. Hi. Who's giggling for the first time in two years. Yeah, well, yeah. That was pretty great. And just <clears throat> literally stepped off the train from Disneyland. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. It is. I, that's not even a lie. I drove home as fast as I could and uh, called you the moment I had an op- I could. And my parents are both sitting inside the living room right now going, what are we supposed to do for the next hour? So let's do this thing. Let's do it. Yep. Um, anything of note and from Disneyland that you noticed? Uh, school is back in session and... The park is not overcrowded, which is great. Um, it's also probably the hottest weekend of uh, August, if not August and July. It was pretty close to 100, so it was super hot. Um, what else? Fast passes were great. Everything was like within 10 or 15 minutes. So if you needed a fast pass, it was like a 30-minute to an hour wait, except for soaring over the world or whatever the hell it's called now. That thing had an hour wait. It was the longest line in uh, California Adventure. Hmm. But besides that, good, uh, good to lie. I can tell you exactly why, actually, if you really want to know. I would like to know your, like to know your theory, but I don't... Okay, it's here. Uh, no, I, I can, it's not even a theory. Basically... Uh, the air conditioner on one side of the theater had gone out, so they could only run one screen. Oh. Oops. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. In general, my Soren was so popular. Why is Soren so popular? And I have a theory to why Soren is so popular. Because uh, it's air conditioned? No one's scared of it. People who are afraid of heights are scared of it. Nobody's scared of Soren. Very few people. My like, if you take a family, gone. like, let's say you got a large party of, like, six or seven people. You got grandma, you got your, yourself, you got the kids, and you see Tower of Terror. Half your party are not going to ride Tower of Terror or Mission Breakout. Half the party won't ride. Same with Test Track or Rock and Roller Coaster or California. This is uh, Midway Mania. Skipper, do we tell him? No, let it go. Okay. <laughs> let him. There's no one's scared of it. Nobody's scared yes, of it. Yes, no. That's a good theory. That is actually probably <laughs> mostly true. Oh, hey. I have emotion. I have emotions. 
So you know how there are people who refuse to call Hollywood Studios Hollywood Studios. They still call it MGM. And same thing with Epcot's Epcot Center. Can I have a motion yes. that DCA's Tower of Terror always be called Tower of Terror? I a refuse lot of to acknowledge it by its new name. My uh, my uncle won't even go to uh, California Adventure right now. He is protesting the entire park. Uh, That'll teach him. Yeah. It's so funny. He met us at, at Disneyland yesterday. He's going to be there the next few days. And um, we were telling him that we were going to go to Carthay for lunch. And he was like, no, I won't go. I'm not interested in going in there. So he went off about how he, he loved the Tower of Terror. How You know, basically all the same complaints that everybody that hasn't been on Guardians has said. And uh, he to the point where he won't even watch or listen to the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies or soundtrack. Because my dad was trying to explain to him that he felt the same way, but now that he's rode the ride, that he uh, is really happy with it, and that he feels he can still go to Florida to ride the original, which is still better. And Monko was all like, I don't care if it was better or not. I'm not interested in that. So he's going to spend the next two days at Disneyland and ignore the California Adventure. Disney, take note. You yep. lost one customer for one of your parks, yep. but my not the others. not going to show up anytime soon. Well, that being said... Well, he, what I have heard from people who have written it, they are very much enjoying the new Mission Breakout story. Am I correct Is in this, scope? You're, hearing you're on from a mission to break out? Oh, yeah. Like, my dad was the same way. He was really upset because he loves Tower of Terror. And, uh, you know, going on it yesterday for the first time, he was a little skeptical, especially with the queue, because he was just like, oh, man, this is kind of, you know weird looking and what's going on. Uh, but when we got off the ride, he was, he was sold. As a matter of fact, when we got off the ride, he was actually, and my dad does not, he's not a like merchandise or gift shop type of person, but we actually spent time looking at merch and, uh, you know, he was ready to buy some stuff. So I was impressed. Maybe like a Christmas present for your uncle. Yeah. Right. Well, we actually offered to buy him the LP for, cause they have the LP at the exit for, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack. And my uncle was all like, I don't, you could give it to me for free as a playlist on my iPod, and I still wouldn't, or iPhone, and I still wouldn't listen. So I sent it to him anyway. Good. Yeah. It, it gives me hope. The reason I that, it gives me hope that the one that they're doing here will be good. Right? I think so. Because they're, uh, one of the things that somebody brought up today, and this is not, uh, this is, uh, there's no official word on this, but somebody was saying, blah, 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 from my brother's cousin's mistress told me that nice. the term, the universe of energy is staying. It'll be like the universe of energy and as if the Guardians of the Galaxy have, are the utilizing galaxy the of universe energy. of energy pavilion, which I like that whole concept of using the pavilions as if they've been, as they have been since the 80s and just redoing the attraction inside to the same theme, and I like that. Sure. Yeah, so. me too. It's giving me hope. It's giving me hope because that one was pretty good. People are liking it. Um, as much as I don't want the older rides to go away, I mean, Universe Energy, I'm not too worried about. That one wasn't. <laughs> no, one didn't li no one liked Universe Energy when it opened, let alone now. I like Universe oh. Energy. I did too. I guess we're no. How many times you ride Universe Energy in the last five years? I mean, I haven't ridden hardly any rides at Epcot because I just go drinking around the world. But when I lived there, I used to ride 
that was a, you know that was a staple. It was one of the things I used to do all the time. Uh, I can't even uh, tell you how many times Mrs. Drunken and I have been on that ride together. <laughs> I will speak for myself then and say I did not very often. I think I may have ridden it three times the past two years. Wow. And not yeah. on the weekend that it closed that I was there to say goodbye to it and somehow managed to still not ride it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, speaking of moving on to new things, did you happen to see there has been a survey revealed with possible new names for Disney's Hollywood Studios? They're terrible names. I wanted to what go through they? this. And see what, what, oh, what's so bad. All right, well, we'll start from the bottom. We'll start from the top. They leave Disney's Hollywood Studios. Start from the middle, please. We'll start from uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is still on there. They wanted to hear people's thoughts on that. Then they said, what are your thoughts on Disney Kaleidoscope Park? Dumb. Oh, what? It's terrible. Disney Storyverse Park. Nope. Dumb. Terrible. Disney Hyperia Park. What the fuck is that? It's, it's dumb. Disney Beyond Park. A bed bath end. <laughs> I like that. Disney Cinemagic Park. Less terrible, but less terrible, but still terrible. All right, here's the one I kind of could get on board with of the Disney Legends Park. But is it? Mm. I mean. They had Legends of Jack Sparrow there for a while. I mean, of all those names, aside from keeping Hollywood Studios, because that's just the lazy, easy way to go, (laughs) I think Disney Legends is the best. I I feel like as a name unto itself, it's the best so far. But I think then once you apply it to the park and see, like, well, what does it really mean? I don't think it applies. Here's one I, I hate you for. Disney XL Park. Yeah, that one's just what, dumb. Uh, what, uh, brought to Good Microsoft. XL? You're right. Brought to the Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Disney's Microsoft XL Park. Yeah. And Disney Cinemagine Park. Terrible. Uh, I'm sorry, what now? Just now I think like it's like Magazine <laughs> is platinum. Yeah, the Cinemagine is, pra- is platinum. I guess so. So I'm with you, Skip. I think the Legends is the least terrible. Right. Ugh, I could sit on a bus. Like on a bus. You go, which one? You know, Epcot, Legends. Of course, everyone's going to say. What's your, okay, here's the question. If they switch it to Legends, are the old school people going to say, I'm never calling it that. I'm calling it Hollywood Studios forever. Or no, are no. they going to go, I'm calling it I MGM think, forever. Yeah, I was like, write in vote. How about we rename it MGM Studios? <laughs> Fun idea. How old school do you want to go when you are yeah. mispronouncing the name? Disney's Hollywood Studios Center. All right. Skipper Garicci, you're going to be extremely happy with this week's Outrage of the Week. Are you ready? I'm ready. They brought in the Slinky Dog roller coaster car. Oh, yeah, in the middle of the day. With no tarp. Who cares? And people... Oh, my God! <laughs> Sorry, I was outraged. This is my favorite outrage of the week, I think, of all time. People were definitely upset that they brought it in with no tarp, thinking, wow, don't they realize people are going to take pictures of this? Spoilers! Um, yeah, spo- right? Well, the funny thing is, 
the and this is maybe it's just the mindset when they were moving the phantasmic dragon from you know wherever to Disneyland they did the same thing they moved it on a flatbed truck but it was the opposite people were super excited it was on the news they were like like it was everywhere there were pictures of it and they were like look here comes you know here comes the dragon here comes Maleficent it's so cool and uh it's the coolest ever yeah, I, I thought it was really cool seeing Slinky Dog cruising down the road, yeah. man. I kind of wish they had turned him the other way, though. That's awesome. Oh, now you, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Robot Skipper. Whoa, did I robot out? You did. Well, I'm also... I'm it's sitting, contagious. I'm, now I'm sitting in my backyard because I, I didn't want to... You know, I wanted to leave the house for my parents, so I'm probably... Not as many crickets. I'm probably as far away from the uh, base station as I can go. Man, I'm the only person left who's human here. Well, and like I said, if I could scary thought. If I could use my phone, it'd be fine. But since I'm recording, I uh, we definitely have um, some drunkies internet coming up in the uh, SR boner section. Great, let's get to that. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I thought I loved. I got excited when I saw Slinky Dog, and I love that. Literally the next day, Disney put out their own pictures of it, like. Yeah, they know that people can see it. That's the point. They want to people to take pictures of it and sh- get spread excited. It out. Free promotions, yeah. right, dude? Final, dude. Dude, let me we talk about, dude. The fact we're getting how great is this? The three o'clock parade is getting so popular with Disney executives. Clearly, mm-hmm. clearly, that we are going to have their own rum runners letter. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm waiting for. The Rum Runners bar coming to Disney Springs. We need to open that assist. bar. I think we need mm-hmm. to be there that, the day that it opens, for sure. The 3 o'clock parade Rum Runners bar is happening underground at Disney Springs. It's the greatest thing ever. They're literally, first, first thing, they gave us the 3 o'clock parade time slot. Well, they, I mean, believe it or yeah. not, we actually have a pretty decent lawyer. Okay, and now they're giving us it. our own bar. I don't know. It's amazing. So, more news to come of this Rum Runner Bar. It is happening. The 3 o'clock parade Rum Runner Bar is happening. We Are obviously... you not going to mention the fact that located within a... Excuse me? No, no, no. Please go. All right. I'll just keep talking because I'm the only human here. Um, that located within the Rum Runner's Bar tunnel, whatever will be an Italian restaurant because A, that's what Disney needs more of is Italian restaurants. And B, when I think of rum and sneaking in from Cuba to the Keys, I think of Italian restaurants. I do. Because Italians were doing the yeah. running. You know who the mob is, right? Plus there's Whatever, Disney four restaurants. Yeah, no, I'm kind of sad. We should have done this on the show and not nope. over messages because that was a much better conversation. It was. We, uh, <laughs> we, less robot voice, more, uh, less robot voice, yeah. Right. Less robot um, voice. But bottom line is, the way that they're doing, if they're going to take rum from, the, from Cuba to New York, they're going to bring it through Florida and what are, People going to open if they're going to open a restaurant. They're going to open an Italian restaurant if they're Italian. 
But the Italians aren't running the rum. Did Italians? Oh my god! <laughs> rum during prohibition. Skipper's looking up up in the old three o'clock parade mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fax computer. Yep. I'm, I'm looking for a facsimile on this. Factual podcast. I mean, I feel like that would be like saying, okay, we're going to open up a moonshine bar because, you know, smuggled moonshine places, Italian restaurant. It's like, no, you do something like homecoming, you do Southern food, like keep it fucking topical. Fuck. So, when it you. It really does, okay? See, I love creating these stories. I think it's going to be cool. And and doesn't didn't they say there's going to be four like establishments that are part of these tunnels? It's not like right, right. So who knows? The, Maybe one of uh, the other two will will work better. The Edison is a large one can hope that has several things, including an Italian restaurant, and they'll have a rum runner bar. Inside, problem is we're gonna have to dress up to go to the Rub Runner Bar. I think, don't you have to? <laughs> That's fine. You can't just be strolling through after the parks. Yeah, you can. It'll be great. Um, do we know when it's gonna open? Because we should definitely schedule a Rum Runners meetup for opening. They're sick. Late 2017, early 2018. So this year, possibly next year. So probably let's go to the end of that. It'll probably be early 2018. I don't, they don't tend to be doing so things. So 2019. Like See yeah, there. that'll be great. But definitely, we'll definitely have to do that. So as we learn more, we will definitely plan some things. Um, you know who's excited about planning things right now? Livy. Oh yeah, I am. Livy's got like multiple ass sour boners about March. Um, so he's he's wow. So if you search Italian rum runner, there was Frank Costello, Vito Genovese, and Frank Costanza, and Lucky Luciano were all. Uh, rum runners show. from Italy. Just throwing that out there. Whatever, dude. Yeah. I feel like they probably they probably looked it up before they came up with this plan. Either that, or they were just like, "Hey, you know what? We don't have enough Italian restaurants here." Who gives here. a damn? Let's just add some cool shit for people to play at. I like that idea. Yeah, that's what I believe. Hey, let's piss off Rhiannon. Well, All right, hey, too. if Rhiannon's pissed off, let's Skipper. Let's let. Let's turn her day around. What shall we? Star Wars? I dare you. We are going to start a new segment. Oh, boy. Where we crank up the fans. <gasps> Hi, Bird. Crank up Drunkies fans because it's time for 3 o'clock parade's first ever fan mail segment where Rhiannon goes and checks the mailbox for 3 o'clock parade. Fan mail. Rhiannon, will you please go check the mailbox? Uh, did you just say, on. Did you say crank up drunkies fans? Remember you always talk about the fans? Turn down for what? Oh, I see what you mean. I thought yeah. you were just saying that everybody that listens is a drunkie fan. And nobody likes Rhiannon. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm saying my computer right, right, right. has... You mean the computer fans. I get it. Okay. My bad. I, so a you plan have to for explain the joke? We have on every episode. Uh, Trying right. for some uh, puns here, Skipper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. worked well. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so I have here a postcard that is postmarked 
June 29th, because, <laughs> check, check it because that's how often um, we check the mail. It's not because I received it on June 29th and then was like, fuck this guy. I'm going to ignore him for two months. Um, no, I apologize. I just received this yesterday because I just checked the mailbox yesterday. So anyways, um, we have from Jeff from New Jersey a lovely postcard. I will take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. Um, it features a picture of a puppy. Ooh, I like puppies. And, yeah, with some flowers and a basket. Very cute. And the, uh, the, the verbiage is, the sluttier your daughter is, the sooner you'll have grandkids. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true. And on the back, yeah, and on the back, the message is, maybe your leg will grow grow back on the bright side with baby animals <laughs> so jeff from new jersey writes i really love your podcast your sense of humor is great keep it up so oh, oh yay thank you very much jeff from new jersey apologies for being two months behind um but we love this and appreciate it and so for anybody else who wants to send us fan mail um that we'll read in two months uh our p.o box is one zero zero two five four and that's cape coral florida three three nine one zero so if you're lucky get that fan mail in now and we may read it before christmas (laughs) (laughs) that would be amazing fantastic yeah fantastic wow thank you jeff from uh new jersey cheers so that is our first ever segment of the fan mail Check Rhiannon oh. checks the mailbox. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do like that we could, we could talk about Rhiannon and her and checking her box. Right, that's what I was going to say. Don't send <laughs> mail next time. It's usually pretty empty. Aww. <laughs> you want to come to San Diego? Womp, uh, I'm good. I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I also have an empty mailbox. Nope, nope. Nope, damn it. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to nope all <laughs> over that. Who's ready for a little hashtag Ask Sour Boner? Yes, let's Ask get this. Let, sour. It's Sour Boner time. <laughs> Skipper's so excited for dinner. Um, <laughs> as well. Brian Dirt Cheap Disney has a response, first off, to Jen's uh, Universe of Genergies about uh, the fragrance. Remember the Disney Parks inspired yes. fragrance line? Yes. Brian has a very unique one. And Skipper, I think you might wear this. It's called Backside of Walter. Oh. It's creative and inspirational, but it smells like a dead man's asshole. (laughs) That's That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, The next one uh, is from Livy, uh, Rhiannon's liver, who's extremely excited, as I was saying, about travel this March. He's saying that he would like uh, he's like, what can we do? It's the second anniversary, excuse me, second liverversary mm-hmm. coming up. And of course, St. Patrick's Day is that same weekend. And it's a Saturday-Sunday combo. It is. So he's like, what can we do the big gathering of sour in history? That's a good point. Last year was a hoot doing the um, the meetup and getting to, see the, getting to see the liver and everything, flying cornbread and all. That was fun. Hey. I mean, we could probably do another something like that. Um, we just have to, you know, get an early start. 
on this. Because here's, and that's his follow-up, SR Bar 2. With enough people there, and if we all chip in, what's the coolest on-property space we could realistically rent out? Are you talking about just for, like, a dinner? Or are we talking about everybody, like, having a big... Bungalow! Bungalow! Right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, how many could we... What would we need? We have to do some numbers. If only we had a travel company we could talk to about this. Right? I feel like... I think the real question here is not dollar figures, but how many people can you cram in a bungalow before you get shut down? I think if you can keep everyone inside, there wouldn't be much of a huge problem unless it was when in late into the night. You could probably, because like, how many people would you say were at the, when there was the, uh, the treehouse villa about three years ago, four years ago. How many people do you think ended up showing up to that? Wait, what? Oh, the treehouse Ooh. villa? Um, How many people do you think was in? That that's was, what I'm trying to think. There was two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We probably had about 15 to 20 people, if not more. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you guys there? I disappeared for yeah. a moment. <laughs> we totally noticed. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were saying we're gonna keep what we were saying was we we're gonna keep our thinking caps on and think about options for the uh, the weekend and for doing one epic meetup with the Sour Boniverse. So thinking caps on. Thinking caps on. All right. Livy has a follow-up saying that he would like to pause and offer some respect because Twitter says 10 years ago today the hashtag was born and he says without 10 years ago we would have never been able to hashtag ask Sour Boner. And then I would even miss more questions probably. Probably. Skipper to Gritchy, I did not like this from Barack Ohana. Oh. Um, who posted a picture? Have, have you been noticing? There's like this meme going around, and it's a uh, oh, that was great. A woman, and then a guy is checking her out, and then his girlfriend or significant other is looking at him like, "What the hell are you looking at?" I and love that. So anyway, the first one they did, he did. Brock Ohana put Skipperdick Richie as the beautiful girl. Me or excuse me, Mrs. Drunk at Disney checking out Skipperdick Richie, and me. Being upset at Mrs. Drunk at Disney for checking out Skipper Richie. I do not like that. <laughs> They're both and great. He followed up with the worst one, though. Ooh. Now he's got me checking out the beautiful girl who is anyone else in California <laughs> with Skipper Richie <laughs> playing with me. Nice. So you should just put instead of any person in California other than Skipper Dorothy, you like California wedding, right? Well, yeah, any other person. This is a friend I went to high school with who was getting married. Still not as important. Yeah, I'm not saying it's come on. I'm saying well, that's the event I was going to. Lane. Yeah, Lane. I'm not. I'm the skipper on this one. Yeah, right. This is not like hmm, which should I do? I'm deciding one or the other. No. 
Son of a bitch. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Um, ben Adravene Bowers has a live exclusive audio um, SR boner. I'm going to see if I can somehow get it to play. Oh, this will um, be good. I don't know. I'm telling you, I not. We're not even. I'm pretty sure. Right, let's see. What can, I'm pretty sure. Have, have you heard this, Rhiannon? I haven't heard it yet. No. Oh, okay. Well, then go ahead. Hashtag. I've heard it for you. Hopefully, you'll hear the Tomorrowland background music behind me. But which is better, Tomorrowland background music or Interventions in Epcot? Because personally, it's a pretty close run thing. Or is there any other background music in any of the lands that you much prefer? Uh, if there is, you're wrong because it's Tomorrowland or Epcot. Either of them are amazing. And uh, I still have another week left. So I've got loads of time to catch up on all the rides that we haven't done yet because we've got kids and they get in the way. So I'll speak to you later. Bye. Tati bye. Wait, no, no, there was no Tati bye. There was no Tati. No Tati. I know. Sad. Sad. I'm with him. I'm with him. Those are two right. of the most fantastic ones. I'm going to have to go with Interventions. I don't even know what he said. Or Tomorrowland background music or interventions. Skipper has no or answer. Yeah. Well, what what is the uh, question though? Um, Which one I like more? Better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interventions. Yeah, buddy. Although I will say I prefer Adventureland over both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, Adventureland's the best. So good. So good. I uh, I got to go with Tomorrowland, though. I do agree. Tomorrowland puts me in the, the world's best mood. I love it. I love uh, Epcot Future World as well, but uh, pretty good. Um, Crimson Tide Dan. Interesting. You're going you're gonna to find this interesting, Rhiannon. What was your understanding on the mimosa situation at the Wave currently? Uh, that it was bottomless last I heard. I don't know. That's what I had heard too. That's what everyone was under impression of. Um, there was a, uh, meetup for a local podcast, the, uh, Tom and Dan fans. They met up to go to this and they had breakfast at the wave Crimson Tide Dan and Ellie, uh, excuse me, Ellen, Ellie Font, um, three o'clock parade reporter. They went there specifically because they had, Unlimited mimosas. Dan Ryan was so excited. And they found out it was two refills only. <laughs> what? You get three mimosas for 18 bucks, which I still oh think at Disney God. price isn't bad. Well, I guess, but that's... Skipper, can you chime in with that's some bullshit? That is some bullshit. So the, um, the yeah. actual question is, what, is it a coincidence that a month after Ellen drank them dry with unlimited mimosas that the wave moved to two refills only? Yeah, right? They were like, this was a mistake. <laughs> wow. uh, Crimson Tide Dan uh, was very disappointed um, in the, uh, the change of policy. I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, we all know my stance on bottomless mimosas, but if I were going to partake, I would be extra bullshit if that turned out not to be the case. And on top of that, we all know Skipper Dick Richie's stance on being bottomless recording the podcast. I yeah. just, yeah. Bottomless. How's that working in your backyard right now? Uh, I mean, it's good. They're, you know, they're, you enjoy- they're enjoying the backyard, they're or? enjoying the breeze. I guess is the best way to put it. 
Very Colin-esque, three o'clock trade beat reporter. <laughs> um, great Scott is a great friend of the show, great Scott, but I'm very offended by his question because his question is, does Drunkies Internet or Modem have a Twitter account yet? And if no, why not? Like, where the hell you been? Yeah, right? Yes. yes. First time listener? First, <laughs> first time listener, but apparently knows about the internet problem. <laughs> For the record, today, oh, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Oh, yeah. Inter- uh-huh. It's not even an internet problem. It's, never mind. Skype and whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever. It is what it is. We're here. We're doing it. Um, The ass man, or Usman. So Usman. you're saying it's Us? Usman. Us. The Usman wants to know and uh, appropriate to wear Lederhosen to food and wine? Yes. My wife says no. What do you say? 100% yes. I'm pretty sure that the only acceptable outfits for men at Food and Wine are either Lederhosen or a kilt. Right. Yes. <laughs> what about uh, cargo shorts? No. What about cargo kilts? Skirts. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Can I tell you, I'm a little offended and annoyed. All you women make fun of cargo shorts. But then... Go ape shit when dresses now have pockets in them. I've never been anti cargo short. Okay, there are definitely, yeah, there are definitely women that don't like cargo shorts. But you know when they do like them, drunkie? When they have what? a giant purse or some other object that they need you to carry because they don't want to carry, or yeah, wallet because they don't want to carry their purse. That's when cargo shorts are their favorite. Can you hold my sunglasses? Can you hold this? Can you put this in your yeah. pocket? Well, yes. I don't want to carry my purse in the park. I'm going to leave it in the car. And, uh, oh, by the way, here's this, 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 and this. Right. All of a sudden, you don't have that experience. Hot. You want to come to San Diego? It was always the opposite. It was always Mark being like, I don't want to have this in my pocket. Keep it in your purse. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I've got to tell you, Usman is very strongly uh, fighting for best new account uh, of the year. So many great <laughs> questions. The Usman has a follow-up question. Um, wife won't come with me if I have Lederhosen on for food and wine. <laughs> what should I drink well, first? She immediately has a response. <laughs> what should I drink first in Germany? <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Shots. Um, oh, shots. Shots, shots, shots. Let's get shots. Let's get shots. But I will say, the real, my real advice is, when you're walking up to Germany, don't get sucked into the beer cart or the uh, the little the little outdoors thing that says beer. Go into Weinkeller, where they have a larger selection, and it's air conditioned, and uh, a little uh, great uh, cheese plate as well. So go into the Weinkeller instead of using the cart. Don't be don't get distracted by the flashy beer sign. It's a Give it a great great German pronunciation. Thank you, thank you. My uh, for my uh, ancestors will be very proud of me. Mm. Gabriel the Builder. Let's see what. Um... All right, I'm gonna see this. I haven't read this yet. The entire cast of Kids in the Hall in a oh. Muppets would be epic. What would it take to make the Muppets live again? Asked Sour Boner. I like I the, the idea. entire cast of the state. Oh, those were guys that were good too. Love them. Yeah, I'm a big Kids in the Hall fan, though. That would be good. I'd be happy with that. They can do anything. 
They don't even need the Muppets. Not that I don't love the Muppets, but I'm just saying. I need more kids in the hall. I feel like... Do you feel like Muppets... Obviously, the, the show didn't pan out. Do you think Muppets come off better in movie form? I love that TV? show. So uh, I, I did, too. Time. I have a hard and time. I... Go Sorry. ahead. No, 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 please. Oh, I, just, I don't think I've seen maybe like a single Muppets movie, <laughs> but I love that show. Mm. See, I love the Muppet movie, but then again, I don't always watch the whole thing. I'll just watch segments, so maybe it is better TV show. <laughs> I don't know. So good. And I will say, last week I went to Hollywood Studios. First off, I have a couple annoying things. First off, did you know, did you know that there, there was a park that does not... I'll ask you this way. All the parks at Disney and Disney Springs have an embroidery machine for ears. Right. Mm -hmm. Except one. Do you know which one? I'm going to go with Hollywood Studios. It's Animal Kingdom does not. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a trick question. I was going down to get ears made for a friend of the show. Well, I'm not sure if wants to be named or not. I don't know. So friend of the show that we all love needed some ears for a special occasion and I'm like, sure, I'll go do that. No problem. But I'm like, so, and I happened to get a flight of passage same day fast pass that day. It was like, Whoa. out of the blue, it never happens. Golden ticket. This is the best day ever. I'm going to go to Animal Kingdom, ride flight of passage, get the ears monogrammed, and head out. Best day ever, right? I'm just about to, to pull out of the driveway, and I, I go, let me just double check. And I, I search, and it lists every place that has embroidery. And the only place that doesn't have it is Animal Kingdom. So I had to uh, go to Hollywood Studios instead. Huh. Who knew? I, uh, I had a conversation about embroidery over the, our, uh, over the last few days with a cast member. Um, Three o'clock parade exclusive. Yeah, right? Uh, I asked her how she felt about the sewing machine. And she goes, I love it. I would never have wanted or I would I hate the old way to do it. And I was like, did you ever even do it that way? And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, then how do you know you hated it? But I, mean, I thought hand. it was cool. Yeah, by hand it was cool. You had those two big, giant, like, cast iron cranks, and you're like, gaga, gaga, gaga. And it was make that cool noise, and it was awesome. I'm sure it was probably not as, you know, convenient, but it was pretty cool. Plus, it seems like nobody knows how to run the computer that actually makes that happen. So <laughs> if they click on anything... Besides the area to type your name in, it takes like an hour to get that thing reset because they have to call somebody from like tech support to drive over. <laughs> it's a mess. Oh <laughs> uh, man, they need to they, they need to get their their house in order with these embroidery messes all around. The reason I brought it up is I got to see the pre-show for uh, Muppet <clears throat> Vision 3D, and it's so good. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, ben Dramaday Bowers wants to know good question is wearing ponchos on Kali River Rapids tolerable behavior or grounds for removal from the park it's tolerable yeah I don't hate it I guess it's cheating it's cheating but I don't know if cheating is grounds for removal from the park it's definitely cheating definitely cheating uh, he also has a, a follow up is there anything stickier than the floor of Club Cool and better not let no. Drunken Sam's answer this one <laughs> Mm -mm -mm. I'll keep to myself. Um, Mike, Mike Dillon 
has an answer. Hashtag SLMarter. What's your favorite Disney-themed T-shirt, dress, hat, etc. that you enjoy wearing? Piff helmet not included, as any decent and self-respected Disney fan of adventure already Ha-ha. knows. This is a requirement. Oh, never mind. Ha-ha! Ha-ha. Your dad wore that this weekend, Skipper to Richie, and I thought it was cool. Yeah, he was actually wearing the hat. Like, that's the hat that I normally wear um, yeah. that I bought at Animal Kingdom. And uh, I, I recently purchased a hat that kind of looks like Mr. Howells from Gilligan's Island, and I uh, got a uh, hot glue gun and paste, you know, put ears on it, which a ton of people were complimenting and asking me where I got yeah. it. Um, but he wanted to wear a, a hat, and when I offered him an, a similar Mr. Thurston Howell III Mickey Ears hat, he said, no, I want to wear the pith helmet. So he was pretty excited to be sporting that all over Disneyland. It was great. Awesome. You look great. I didn't know you made those. That's awesome. I was going to ask you about it, but I didn't get around to it. That's awesome. Yeah. My cousin um, wants me to start a uh, Etsy because I also made my mom a big giant floppy, like, you know, those floppy beach hats. Yeah. I made one of those with the ears on them. Skips out. Yeah. Peace out, you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. So, um, and, and just tons of people were asking me where I got them and where, you know, if they could buy them. And I was just like, uh... There you can, go. At yeah, the shop, like, business like, cards. For like $6, you can make it yourself. But if you want, I guess no, I'll do it. <laughs> you get those like for $30. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it literally, that hat costs $6 to make. So if people do want to buy it, I'll be more than happy to start an Etsy shop and we can sell some hats. Maybe maybe it'll be like a free hat with a be- with a book or something. Nice. If you buy Chunky's book. Oh, yeah, you can get if a you buy Junkie's book, book $200 you hat. can get my package. <laughs> it's like I got a $5,000 vacation with my, or a, a free $5,000 vacation with my uh, Magic Band, $5,000 Magic Band. There you go. Yeah, that didn't go well. I tried to make that fun. Yeah, you did a good yeah. job. Um, you did a good job. My answer mm-hmm. is I like to wear my Hakuna Matata t-shirt to Animal Kingdom. That's my favorite thing to do. Mm. Skip, you don't really have a, an outfit. You kind of you go different every time. What do you mean? Like what like I wear, you don't to... wear the same shirt when you go to parks. You don't have like a park shirt. No, no. I just I tend to just wear my uh, cargo shorts, and uh, you know either a uh, Hawaiian shirt or a t-shirt. Even though recently I've become accustomed to wearing Wayavetas. Which is that kind of like straight cut? It's it's cut very similar to a Hawaiian shirt, but it's it's more of a Mexican style. It's what they wear at um, Gava, I believe. The bartenders wear them. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like little ruffles. It's really cool. <laughs> um, and Rhiannon likes to wear ha- ha- Haunted Mansion screen print shirts. Sure, why not? You have one at least. I've seen you wear. I do. Um, Disney, Disney dad wanted to know our thoughts on the Hollywood studios name options, which, um, we kind of went over, okay. but you want to say, if you can name it, whatever you wanted, do you have a name that you want? Cause I have Hollywood land is what I want it to be called. Anybody else have one that they want it to be called? Hollywood land works for me. Clusterfuck land. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. S- someone suggested blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Bergen's blah 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 park. 
Oh, man. No, don't invite Derek Bergen to anything. Dude, All right, I'm going to quickly worst. run through some robot drunkies. I know somebody said they didn't like it, but we're going to go for it anyways. Um, we finally finished saying goodbye to the great movie writer DHS. Got real messy in there. Anyone know of good anti-Rustle? <laughs> Hashtag it burns. <laughs> Next one. Do too many lapu lapu give you the crapus asking for another robot. Hashtag still burns. Am I the only one that uh, drunk at Disney sounds like a robot when he said Disneyland got new Lincoln? Not all robots look the same. <laughs> I, I do apologize. <laughs> the funny part is, I don't know if it's actually the internet or you just doing a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for a recent outburst. I've been vendors getting over the great movie ride and Universe of Energy lads. I was being left behind. Dude, I, I can't even do that one. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Dude, I've hosed for you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Last one. What? Everyone's favorite Disney hangover cure. Six Jaeger shots of Bailey before Mission Space is not mended. Hashtag vomit comment. Hashtag help. Well, there you go. <laughs> have you been on the new Mission Space? I have not yet. Nor have I. But I will short. I haven't been to Epcot in. A long time. Uh, but I will now that Food and Wine starting, like, tomorrow. I'm sure we'll go now. The concerts are going to be on and stuff, so we'll check it out. So you will, we'll have an exclusive breaking report shortly. I'm sure Rhiannon will ride it this weekend. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm good. Really good question from Textoso Jake, and I want to hear Rhiannon's take on it. Okay. Now that Pandora's been open for a few months... Has it had the impact on Nomad Lounge that was expected? I.e., it'd be a total clusterfuck. I mean, I haven't been there in a few months, so I don't know. But when I was there, it wasn't. I would agree. It actually has not. I'm, we're happily surprised um, that it does not. And it makes sense. I think the majority of theme park guests don't really plan on sitting in bars most of the time while they're there. So it is still the same. Amateurs. I know, right? Amateurs. Jerks. It's Actually, still it's probably the same. Better. Uh, probably better for us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so do that. Um, Adventures Out There Travel uh, had one, and because he points out that because I say great question too much, he put up a uh, chart. I'm going to put this on our Facebook page um, that uh, to help for me. It's kind of like a uh, it gives me a column A and a column B. So I can say, for example, hey, that's a brag query. Or I can say it's a top-notch third degree. Or a first-rate interrogatory. Okay. Or a swell examination rather than um, great question. Great question. There you go. There you go. Uh, Amy Amy Loves Mickey would like to say that she prefers top hole examination out of the whole list. There you go. Aaron Myers, Skipper to Gritchie from Los Angeles, California. He has a question. Oh, go for it. So Skipper 
would you rather see a Moana ride at Magic Kingdom and lose Pirates of the Caribbean or what? see Hero 6 ride at Epcot and lose Test Track or Zootopia and lose oh. Kali River Rapids? Uh, I would not want to lose Pirates of the Caribbean and I'd be fine losing Test Track. Yeah, I'm going to skip around that one. We're together. Let's make it three. Let's make it Ooh, three. A little threesome, you're saying. Power it. That's all right, baby. Gross. Let's see. Mr. Monkey would kissing, like to know. What kissing ass right now. <laughs> Mr. Monkey. Right? What is this? Oh, God. That brings up something we hadn't talked about. Um, he said, now that Derek Bergen is world famous, is he still the number one enemy of the show? The answer to that is obviously. Duh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's he world famous for? Being the number one enemy of the show? No, were, were you paying attention when no, the... No, uh, I don't pay attention to Mr. Bergen. No, member of the uh, theme park Twitter community, Ken Story, made a tweet about um, that was interpreted as people in Texas deserve the flooding because they voted for Trump. Oof. And it went viral. Like, it went on to Fox News and, like, people... It, it went viral. He had a job as a professor at University of Tampa over it. Um... But it kept sh they were showing it on the news, like local news, national news, and it would show the tweet. And the first response to the tweet was from Derek Bergen. <laughs> oh, shit, really? <laughs> and it was um, basically saying, like, so Ken Story's tweet said basically, hey, see if the GOP helps you now, you know, that kind of thing. And his was like, oh, so do we deserve the instant karma too because we're also a red state here in Florida? So, anyways, that was his response, and that's what. So he was on Fox News and everything as well. Wow! Wow! So I don't think if you're going to go world famous, that's the way you want it. Mm, no, that Man. sucks. That is rough. It was a terrible situation. Terrible situation. I mean, I mean, it definitely is a uh, a uh, example of the awful political climate right now. That like that just blew up out of you know. But yeah. It was just overall terrible situation, but it, the funny part of it was that every time they show it, there's Derek Bergen running underneath it, the number one enemy of three o'clock parade. That's awesome. Too bad they don't put that on the like little banner on CNN. <laughs> that little like thing, that little scroll on the bottom. Like that's that would that would be the tagline: Derek Bergen, number one, <laughs> enemy of the three o'clock parade. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Bergen, best known as the villain in the Three O'clock Parade Sour Boniverse. Yep, that'd be great. Um, down to the final two. Stash. Question: Brian Lamas wants to know: Do you think Disney wants to finish the Slinky Dog poster early so they can work out any issues when the ride before Toy Story Land opens? Basically, asking why are they getting it together so much earlier than the rest of the land? Sure, why not? Yeah, right. I think that it just it just visually looks cool and they just like hey look they're building something new and it, i think it gives everybody that hates hollywood studios something to look forward to no better <laughs> no better time than the, than the present let's get that thing going mike dylan says you got to check this out on uh it was today so hashtag sr boner under mike dylan he goes has anyone actually looked under that tarp i see an eerie resemblance yeah right um, that was great <laughs> And it appears as if the Sour Boner mascot is actually being brought Ooh. into Disney. It might be. Could be. All right. Yeah. 
The final Ask Sarah Bonner for tonight is from a brand new listener, Kendra Ann. So welcome, Kendra Ann, to the 3 o'clock parade. And she wants to know, you have 12 hours. It sounds like a, uh, a spy uh, move. Kendra Ann is not new to the show. She might just be new. Again? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's all right. Go ahead. Sorry, Kendra Ann. I'm, I'm mesmerized by the little photo. She's very attractive. Yeah, that's why. That's how I know that she's not new. Yeah, I followed her the moment that I could. I was like, "Hello, hello, Frisco, hello, um, Frisco." You have twelve hours in a Walt Disney World and haven't been in a year. What do you do? You have a park hopper and a rental car. Mm. Okay, so we have morning, middle, and night, so we can do like a whole day. I would definitely start morning at Magic Kingdom and then I'd somehow fit in Epcot and Animal Kingdom and some Disney Springs and some resorts and fuck Hollywood Studios. Here's the problem I have, Rhiannon. You mean, no. you mean Disney XL? She's got to see Happily Ever After. I still haven't seen Happily Ever After. Right. You got to see Happily Ever After. So I got to disagree in that you have to end at Magic Kingdom, which I t- tend to not want to do. But because a Happily Ever After is so good and you have to be in the park, you're going to set aside that time for Happily Ever After. For a happy so ending that, at the Magic yeah, Kingdom? We're going to rope drop, uh, we're gonna rope drop um, Animal Kingdom, go in, do Pandora, get the Pandora breakfast that I still haven't had because I don't, I don't rope drop anywhere. So go there, get the Pandora breakfast, ride uh, a ride if it's possible, unless it's like three hours long, then don't do it. It's not worth it. But um, go check out Pandora. And then uh, do a few bars. Got to hit Nomad Lounge if you haven't been in a year. Hit Nomad Lounge. Um, let's see. Don't bother with Hollywood Studios. And then uh, got to end up at a, at a Happily Ever After. Disney Springs in the middle, because that's what you do. Bar crawl at Disney Springs. Which brings us to the end of Ask Sour Bonner for tonight. Rhiannon, I'm going to tell you that this is a great opportunity <laughs> for your final thought to explain the spreadsheet from Ben. Yes. So, Ben, friend of mine, not part of the show. I don't think he listens. It's fine. Um, has put together a food and wine uh, checklist, if you will, with every single item from every single booth. And it allows you to check off as you go. And so he has it in Excel, numbers, and PDF. So you can choose your format. And we're going to post that on the 3 O'Clock Parade Facebook page. So you can download them. If you have an iPhone, I recommend the numbers. And that way you have an easy little guide that you can go through and plan your day at Food Wine. And I believe he also has it in two tabs. So if you're only interested in drinks, there's one tab yeah. just for the drinks. This guy is awesome. Yeah, awesome. he's pretty cool. So let me ask you a question, Rianne. Is it okay if I post just the Dropbox links? Because I don't know how else to do it. Download from Dropbox, save to your computer, then upload to Facebook. <laughs> you can't do that on Facebook. No, you there can't. There has to be a okay. thing. Um, it files. So is it? Can you think I can me, use the Dropbox? Link? 
Find out from Let Ben if we double... can... Well, no, no. I mean, the, the links I gave you are my Dropbox. Um, so I just want to go back and make sure there's no, like, personally identifiable information there. Um, if there's not, then yes, you can use those links. So okay, I guess stay me, tuned, I'll, people. It might be tomorrow. It will be on Facebook shortly. We just got to figure out how to best do it where we don't end up with Rhiannon's social security number. Yeah, on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All her bank account numbers from another file. Yeah, thanks. Um, Skipic Richie, you've got uh, you had a good time at Disneyland. Anything else for final thought tonight? Um... Son of a bitch. I wish I could think of something good. No, just yesterday was great. Oh, uh, no. Just had a really good time yesterday. Lots of margaritas and beverages all over the place. So it was great. Um, uh, my friend. Oh, God. Oh. No, I was just going to say most of the cast members are really cool. Uh, I want to do a shout out to Eileen in. Uh, City, Hall, City Hall at Disneyland. There were some hiccups with my annual pass, which is normal. If anybody has a premiere pass, you know what, that it's a, it's a pain because it only works in one side. Uh, you know, it either works at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the park that I go to most often, it doesn't work. And uh, she worked really hard to get it uh, fixed and working for me. So thank you, Eileen, for being awesome. Nice. Yeah. It's always nice when you get somebody who super knows what they're doing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, and, and the, the cool part was, like, that was not her, fo- like, that was not her, her suit, her strong suit. But instead of just saying, like, oh, I don't know how to fix this, she was just like, stay here and I'm going to work with everybody I can to make it happen. So she was on the nice. phone and back and forth and left and right and brought in people and then they left because they didn't know what they were doing. But it finally worked out and it was good and all is good again. Yay. Yay. That is. Yay. Yeah. Also, I have a haunted mansion tattoo, and you don't. Oh, I know that's yes. super hot. I was trust me, I was checking that out. Man, I may have to swing. I, hopefully, I'll be able to catch up with Rihanna this next week and check it out in person. Mm, yeah. Lucky bastard! <laughs> I'll check out her behind. What? Her arm. Use you of her, behind of, her arm. of your arm, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the behind. Um. That being said, I actually, for the first time ever, got to go to the Halloween party. I won, not what you want to call winning, but I was, I was, I was able to get to one of the t- Parks blog uh, tickets to the Halloween party on Friday, which was weird because it was August. But um, <laughs> it was actually really, really cool. Um, it, what, what I noticed about it is it goes so fast. Yes, right? it does. Yeah. Before yeah. you know it, it seems it's, it's like it ends at midnight. I feel like first thing they have to do is make it go to two. Yes. That's the first thing. Just make it go to two. Come on. Uh, other than that, because literally, we didn't get there right at the beginning. Um, we, well, we, it was a school day or you know work day. So we got there. We had some dinner. And then we went in. But still, we got there like at eight, maybe. Oh, see, you did um, wrong. Yeah, you got, we there, were there. You got to get there early, dude. But still, we had a blast. Had a I, blast. Uh, the last time I went, well, maybe not the last time, but. When I lived there, before I moved, um, we were having dinner at Downtown Disney, and we're going to go over to the Magic Kingdom, and we had left our costumes in the car, so we actually changed in the Downtown Disney parking lot, and I mean, <laughs> like, we were done to our skivvies, <laughs> just in the, you know, in the parking lot, between the cars, putting on our costume, it was great. 
That's awesome. I do. I, I must say, my favorite part is the amount of. It is so cool hearing like the haunted mansion music in the park. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And so much um, of Nightmare Before Christmas plays, and yeah. it's just like, it is great. The atmosphere is great. The lines are way longer than I expected. You know what I think? Really? Well, I candy, was there. They were super short. For candy and characters were very long. Yeah, everybody wants um, free candy. Yeah, which was great. I have lots of candy still left. Over. It's great. Tons of candy. So, anyways, so shout out. Thank you for the uh, parks blog. That was cool. They did that. Um, got to do that. Oh, grossest part though. They they did like a, a dessert party, you know, which was great. But they had set up a huge table of sparkling uh, cider. You know, they're not going to serve alcohol, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But so you pick it up, it looks so refreshing. You pick it up, you're like, hey, let's do it. Let's take a sip. It'll be nice. It was basically, it was hot. <laughs> so gross. Because <laughs> they had like poured it at like six and it's like 90 degrees out. So yeah. it was, you know, room temperature. But when the room temperature is outside and it's 88 degrees, um, that's gross. So anyway. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. First world problems. First world problems. Basically. As Skip said, that's all we have. That's right. it's a good thing to have, buddy. If you have to have a problem, exactly. it should be a first world one. Definitely, definitely. Uh, especially with what's going on in uh, Houston. So, right. No problem. Skip, you. Uh, what'd you do? You did. I know you put up a donation. Was that to uh, Red Cross? Yeah, yeah. That um, on my Facebook page. <laughs> so I'm not. I am not a religious person. I'm just gonna throw this out there right off the bat. And a friend of mine People had put shocked to hear that, right? And uh, a friend of mine had put a thing that said, "Hey, you know, pray for Texas." And I responded with, "You know, praying's fine. Like praying makes you feel better. But if you really want to help, either donate or volunteer." And I included a link to the uh, American Red Cross, so that you know they would have the funds and support that they needed to get help to the people that. Need it. I also I, I also got in a fight with today with that Joel Olstein or Osteen or whatever that dick holds yeah. name. because uh, apparently he didn't open up his church to a bunch of people that showed up yeah. and needed help. And you know, there's been pictures that the church was flooded and all that stuff, but that wasn't even his argument. His argument today was that the that the city of Houston didn't ask him to do it. And I was just like, Hey idiot, there's this little business guy. There's a guy that in Houston that owns his own furniture store. And yeah. he has kept it open and running, but not as a furniture store, as a place for people that don't have a home to go to. So basically, all the furniture that's in the inventory that they have on display, he's actually letting people uh, sleep on and use until they can get back into their house or have a place to live. So he's still paying you know, uh, people, to, like his employees, to come in and work to help manage the, uh, the people that, you know, basically the homeless people or the people that, or I shouldn't say homeless, but the people that are without a home due to the storm. And nobody asked yeah. him to do that. The city didn't reach out and say, hey, can you open your business up? Right. Um, so I, I, I got a little argument with that douchebag saying, like, look at nobody asked this guy to do it. Huh? Oh, I don't I, I just posted stuff. I just posted stuff. I don't know. Oh, so it's not like an argument. It's well, like, it's like, holy crap. It's going to be the start. Somebody will reply. I always get like the little like comments on the back end where people are pissed off because I'm not agreeing with their political bullshit. But I just posted a little while ago. I haven't even checked Facebook. Hopefully they'll reply. That would be great. Um, well, the reason I asked is I was thinking it'd be funny if I wanted like to come up with something 
that either, whether I could do or whatever that where as people donate, we get there'll be something that we do. I don't know if it's like a lap around, you know, we have to walk a lap around uh, uh, the Crescent Lake or something, you know, by the boardwalk or something for every hundred dollars or, or something. I was just thinking maybe that we'd have to Red start. Cross, yeah, go. you'd have to start like a GoFundMe and maybe we could do like a total amount like for, you know, every hundred dollars we'll all go and chug a Mickey's or something. Something like that, right? I was thinking because well, I'm sure I can get the uh, rest of uh, the the three o'clock parade beat reporter Colin and Ellen and the rest of the uh, the hashtag family to do something, whatever whatever we think we can do as a not punishment, obviously, whatever you want to call it, that we do for every time somebody. I don't know. So let's let's all put our heads together and figure something out Ooh. that we can do <laughs> as an in, inspiration. How's that? Yeah, I was actually thinking of maybe doing another auction with a uh, with a mug or something like that. You know, okay, um, yeah. the prize pack. Yeah, something that would you know really make some money, and uh, we yeah, can that's what throw I'm a few different things in there. And I have to find. One... I have to check to see which mugs I have that I'd want to part with. Yeah, because mm. the one thing I've learned about this uh, community is that people are extremely caring and generous when it comes down to it, even though we bicker about the color of the pipes on Mission Breakout. Um, you know, it's like people are very, very caring and, and, uh, and want to help and, you know, want to have some fun with it along the way. Yeah, for sure. I'm in. So anyway, think about it. Uh, if you have any suggestions on things that we could do, hashtag Sour Bonerous, and uh, we'll see what we can do. So. So, uh, Skip, will you play us out with something awesome, please? Oh, for sure I will. All right. Have fun at dinner, buddy. Say hi to your mom and dad for us. Oh, I will. You guys have a great evening yourself. (laughs) Woo! All right. We'll catch you next week, everybody. Thanks for listening.